Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you very, very much for tuning in on this Friday. Uh, we'll be getting to calls in just a little while, so you call 1-800-848-9222. And uh, I, 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 uh, there are two, uh, really, uh, up until now, the major breaking news was the attack on Paul Pelosi at his home. Really, I guess it was in the middle of the night, right? You'd have to say in the middle of the morning, whatever you like to call that. Um, a strange one because the, you know, uh, you, you would think uh, that the Pelosi's would have security. I'm not fault. I mean, everybody has a right to do what they want, not just because of being public official, but the guy's worth over 120 million. So you would think they'd have security in a city that is, you know, thanks to Paul, uh, thanks to Soros and, uh, the progressive Democrats, one of the most dangerous in America. But they don't. The guy got in. Got into their house. I don't know exactly how. David DePop or DePape or whatever the heck his name is. Very, very strange uh, background. The little that we have that we have on them. He comes from uh, from Berkeley. He appears to be uh, obsessively anti-Semitic. Uh, he is uh, very upset about censorship. Uh, he also is a confirmed and extremely dedicated nudist who was, they have this strange, uh, uh, they have this strange description. I'm, I'm not, so don't, don't, don't take this as anything other than this is what was put out by, uh, I think Associated Press. Uh, he was the best man at the wedding of the woman who is the mother of his two children. Whether they're married or not, I don't know. I think they live together. She's got her own thing, uh, her own. She's, she's some kind of an activist of some kind. Uh, maybe homelessness, I'm not sure. Uh, her name is Gypsy Taub. I have three children, excuse me. Oh, she's a hemp jewelry maker. I'm not sure I know what that is. They are both pro-nudist activists. She's from Moscow, and she's the homeless youth director at the Jerry Garcia Family Healing Clinic. And uh, Taub, this is the, the, the girlfriend, the wife, the mother, whatever we want to call her, companion, she's a 9-11 uh, conspiracy theorist. Uh, exactly which of the conspiracies she uh, subscribes to, I guess it's, you know, she rejects that it was done by the people who did it. Uh, and as I said, his the, the, what we know about him is that he's a uh, uh, he like her is a nudist activist. He's uh, led protests for uh, for for being nude. I guess he was born in Berkeley in 1980. It was a hammer attack. Now, I don't know if there's one hammer and he took it away from Paul, or there were two hammers and and he took. But ultimately, he got. Pelosi's uh, uh, hammer and used it to beat him. 
Now, the good news is, uh, if this is accurate, that the uh, w- uh, that that he will make a full that Pelosi will make a full recovery. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's too early to number one make any kind of um, conclusion on political things here. I think it can pretty easily say this is another nut job situation, right? This is another mental illness situation. Uh, when you look at this guy's background, just to stuff why colleges are becoming cults. Uh, he's got something. He has a website called Da Jews. Uh, he talks about you know the usual anti-Semitic stuff about they they uh, control everything. Uh, can't tell if he's against. Can't tell if he's for or against the whole thing in the Ukraine, but he had a sentence here that really turns it all on the Jews in which he says, the more Ukrainians die needlessly, the cheaper the land will be for Jews to buy up. Now, exactly why an anti-Semite would focus on the um, uh, the, the Pelosi's, I don't know. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, there is some... I mean, that's contradictory evidence. One says that he came in looking for Nancy, and the other said he targeted uh, Paul. But uh, I think it's too early. So those are the facts that I have. Here, I'm going to give you a little this is a good, good, good uh, uh, teaching moment. I'm going to give you a little lesson in emergencies, which I know a lot about. Every one of those facts could turn out to be wrong, and you know, everybody, uh, the police can be accused of lying or something. This is what happens in emergencies. The first group of facts comes from the first group of people. Sometimes they, they don't really know what they're talking about. They want to be important. They want to be on television. Sometimes they're tra- traumatized, and they get the facts all screwed up. But that's what we got so far on it. And I guess the best uh, uh, part of it is, and let's hope this is definitive, uh, the 82-year-old male is, uh, is, in, is, in good, is, in, is in good condition. But they, they say, and this is a quote, he will make a full recovery. She was out of town. Assuming, I, mean, I don't know where she was. She was out of town. Uh, but I, this may have been uh, superseded uh, uh, by a another attack that took place. And uh, this, this attack took place in Pittsburgh. And um, six people in Pittsburgh were shot during a funeral for a man killed in a shooting. Seems like there have been a few of those. I'm thinking of another one a few months back, not not in Pittsburgh, but um, I think maybe there was one here in New York where they were shooting up the people at a uh, who were going to the funeral for the victim of a of a um, of a homicide. At least six people were shot in Pittsburgh while attending a funeral for a 20 year old man who had recently been shot and killed. Uh, this comes from the police commander, Richard Ford. And one person is in critical condition, while the other five are in stable condition. So hopefully this looks like wounded. But, you know, wounded and dead is just a matter of luck. So when I uh, um, analyzed violence in the city, whether it was with Bill Bratton or with Howard Safer or Bernie Carrick, my excellent police commissioners, Shootings, shootings were the thing we focused on more than actual murders because murders, I mean, the, the, the fact that the person shoots accurately is 
a matter of skill and luck, right? When you think about it, you know, the police sometimes shoot off 10, 12 bullets and none land or one lands because they are often shooting under even more chaotic circumstances than the guy who's planned out the shooting. A lot of people will say, oh, the murderers have better shots than the cops. The murderers are usually surprise shooters. It's like the, uh, it's like the, uh, you know, the surprise punch working. You, you hit somebody that doesn't know you're going to hit them. You can be a rather not so strong person, and the person you hit can be a rather big strong person. You're going to knock them down if they're surprised by the hit, and that's why uh, just a matter of criminology. That's why um, the, the 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 murderers and the shooters have a slightly greater degree of accuracy than the police because they're shooting under circumstances they create where the police are shooting under circumstances like like a war that's imposed on them. Uh, but in any event, again, we'll have to see what that's all about. Uh, that's a shooting. Five people right outside a church in Pittsburgh during, I uh, don't know if it's before or after or during the funeral. Which gets us to New York City, where we don't really have any crime, Governor Hochul tells us, and Governor Asley, we have nothing to worry about. This is just a matter of feeling unsafe. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Now, problem is... There are an awful lot of people that are just wrong about this, like all the people that were killed this year. Well, they're just kind of wrong about this. Or the record number of people whose cars were stolen, that's up about 60 to 70 percent. They're just, they're just feeling unsafe. Or all those people that were thrown on subway tracks, which is more than any time in our history. So they're just feeling unsafe. This is the new uh, Democrat uh, communist propaganda for New York City. I mean, they lie, Democrats, modern Democrats uh, uh, at the high level, lie like communists. For Hochul, uh, the other night in the debate with Zeldin, to say that she doesn't know why he, you know, why he's concerned about crime. And what are you making so much of this for? I mean, I thought that they should just throw her off the stage when she did that. I mean, you, you, why don't you get another job? Don't be responsible for the lives of, of, of uh, you know, my children and my grandchild and uh, and my friends, the people I love and everybody else, you don't know what the hell you're doing, lady. That's why we're setting records for certain kinds. That's why a city like Rochester is one of the leading cities for murder. Or when she talks about gun control, do you realize that shooting in Buffalo didn't have to take place if she was a good governor? And she, and she made it known that laws should be enforced? I mean... Uh, Three different agencies knew how dangerous this guy was. The police, the schools, and the hospitals. None of them reported because none of them thought there'd be any consequences from that dope in Albany. They didn't. A good governor by now would have impressed on everyone, you screw that up, you're going to have a lot of problems with me. You can be sure if I was the governor, I'm going to tell you straight out, it wouldn't happen. Because they'd be scared of me, correctly so, just like they will be a Zeldin. You went through a whole debate. Zeldin laid out four or five very practical, common sense, good things he's going to do about crime. 
her answer was, what are you making a big deal about this for? What's she going to do about crime? Whatever the heck she's already doing, which is leading to one of the worst crime years the city's ever had. I mean, another 30% increase in overall crime after the last two years that we had is a disaster for New York City. And what's going on in the subways is sinful. And these random crimes that take place, the numbers are pretty damn uh, impressive, but it, it isn't just the numbers. It's about how frightening each individual one is. Don't they understand that? When you sit at home and you see somebody thrown on a subway track, I mean, who doesn't fear that anyway? Who doesn't fear when they get close to a subway track that, God forbid, they may fall or something could happen? Now, all of a sudden, young people are growing up with a picture of that. And their uh, attitude to it is, oh, well. The guy who runs the subways had to tell them they should put the broken windows theory back into effect. I'm sorry. We had it in effect for 20 years, and it worked. And it's a little like they, what they did to Trump because it was my idea. They did away with it, like the like the uh, like the uh, uh, the police officers that were in the anti crime unit. But you know, I want to tell you something. I'm going to get you off the hook. It wasn't my idea, and it wasn't Bratton's idea. It was James Peel Wilson's idea 12 years before we did it. Okay, we borrowed it. He's a Harvard professor, so you can feel good about it. So now we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk about the 2022 election, which is getting hot, hot, hot. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and don't forget, I'll be bringing you my final thoughts at the end of the show. So you stay right here. So uh, today, the New York Post uh, front page endorsed Zeldin with an excellent, excellent uh very well thought out edit, editorial uh, laying out the differences uh, between the two of them, which I'll let y- you read because it goes into not just crime, but it goes into the the fact that New York is is, is one of the states that's on the verge of a verge of almost extinction. I mean, with the numbers of people that we're losing and with the number of people that tell me they're going to leave if this idiot is re- is elected. Because Adams has disappointed them tremendously. They thought Adams was a chance that we might get a cop who's going to be. And it turns out the guy wasn't a cop. He's an activist. He knows less about policing than you do. And he makes ridiculous decisions that make the city more dangerous. Like taking the uh, uh, anti-crime unit and putting them in uniform so you can shoot them. I mean, that's, I mean it's, it's absolutely crazy what he does. And now telling us that it's in our heads. You know, the, the subway crime's in our heads. Uh, Zeldin is, is, is a great antidote to that. First of all, during the, during the debate, in contrast to her, and I don't know why anybody would vote for her, he laid out what he would do. She didn't lay out anything she's going to do about anything, by the way. I don't even know if she's smart enough to know what she wants to do. What she wants to do is make sure her husband gets a couple of million for the stadium in Buffalo. And she, and she shakes down as many people pay for play as she can, which the post goes into chapter and verse on. But here, I mean, first of all, Zeldin's going to declare an emergency. Great. He's taken their own uh, 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 theory and using it. What, are they going to complain that he's calling it an emergency when they've got a polio emergency? Polio emergency? I think a few more people are dying of, 
uh, Hochul and, and, and Adams' policies than polio. He's going to get rid of Bragg. I mean, people have died because of Bragg because he lets them out of jail, as well as uh, setting uh, uh, enormous increases in all kinds of property crime because they don't get prosecuted. But property crime, some property crimes are up 50 and 60 percent under this criminal. He's a criminal. And the, and the, uh, and all that stuff about the legis- legislature of the state. First of all, Zeldin is a very, very well educated lawyer and she's an ass. I mean, she's an idiot. The Constitution really requires the governor to remove a public official, particularly just who refuses to enforce the law. Of course, doesn't that, that make sense? You take an oath to enforce the law. Now, that's not reversing the will of the electorate. The electorate presumed when they voted for you that you're going to enforce the law. You then take an oath saying you're going to enforce the law. And now you announce you're not. (laughs) Out. (laughs) That's what the Constitution says. Makes sense, doesn't it? But you get a hearing. You'll have a hearing. And probably, uh, you know, you get a bunch of crooked Democrats on the panel and they'll give them them uh, an award and a raise. I mean, the city is corrupt as as it can be, by the way. Democrat, corrupt as it can be, and so is the state. 20 years of governors that have given us scandals, one after another. Controllers who go to jail. Are are you really dumb enough to vote for them again? Are you that easily brainwashed? Just because it says Democrat? You don't realize that in these big cities and these places controlled by Democrat, when it says Democrat, the next thing you put next to is corruption? And then high crime. All the cities that are setting records for murder are Democratic cities. Most of them with with uh, funding in the millions by Soros to put in anti uh, anti government uh, pro criminal district attorneys. He's going to change uh, the rule on bail under the emergency declaration. He's going to say that New York. The only state that doesn't allow a judge to hold people for dangerousness, those judges will be allowed to do it immediately on January 2nd. Crime will go down right away. You know, just his attitude will bring crime down. Because they're not afraid of anything. Adams and Hochul are a joke. Criminals laugh at him. We'll be back right after the break. And then we'll get to politics, okay? America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. It's Rudy Giuliani, and very shortly you can check, you can chat with the mayor <laughs> by calling 1-800-888-9222. But first, I want you to hear uh, uh, our um, the senator from New York, who's got an awfully big mouth. Not the first time he's been caught saying saying things. Uh, Schumer uh, uh, overheard. Uh, I mean, basically telling Biden, who probably didn't understand what he was saying, that this election's over. Let's listen to this. I don't think we can hear that very well. What he says is they didn't hurt us as much in the debate in Pennsylvania as we thought, which is a heck of an endorsement of a debate. They didn't hurt us as much as we thought. And uh, second, that uh, Georgia looks like we're really in trouble. 
and uh, and and then a sort of general statement that things don't look that good. Uh, now that's the honest thing. Now, should he be interviewed later? He's going to tell you how the Democrats are going to win, because like all uh, all of these guys in the Democrat Party at the top, the basic fallback default position is to lie. Because the truth is enormously damaging for, for them. They've been uh, abject failures. The last uh, almost two years under their rule has been one of the two worst years in the history of America since the Great Depression. I mean, I, I'm not going to go over chapter and verse of the crimes, the, the, the inflation. But, uh, uh, but, uh, but they're going to send Biden around to campaign, which is really interesting because he doesn't know what the hell going on. Listen to uh, cut uh, ten, uh, ten. I mean, as far as he's concerned, the economy's fabulous, so he's not going to do anything to fix it. Listen to this. When I took office, the economy was in ruins. My predecessor was the first president since Herbert Hoover. Not a joke to lose jobs in the entirety of his administration. The first unemployment when I was sworn in was at six point four percent. Hundreds of thousands of small businesses closed. Oh, okay. Now, what a liar. That's all because of the pandemic, you liar. Before the pandemic, we had the strongest economy in 50 years, liar. And we're heading back there now under you. The only reason for everything you just said is we, were, we, we hadn't even begun to come out of the pandemic yet. And you know that Trump would have led a much better uh, recovery from the pandemic than you did. First of all, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have loaded us up with about four or five trillion in spending, which is the sole reason with all the lies for the you, Biden, are the sole reason for the inflation. Just you. Economy wasn't in ruins the economy was uh, reacting to the pandemic, and actually it was making a healthier recovery in the last two months of the of the Trump administration, and you turned it around, jerk. Now, let's listen to him on another one that is definably, easily, not even arguably truthful. This is number 13, which gives you an idea. When you don't understand a problem... Not only can't you solve it, you make it worse. Number 13 from the idiot-in-chief. Today, with the help of the people behind me, we're in a much better place. Ten million jobs created since we took office. A record for any administration in American history. Unemployment is at 3.5 percent, the lowest it's been in 50 years. 5.4 million Americans applied to start small businesses, the highest level ever in American history. And because of the actions we've taken, gas prices are declining. We're down $1.25 since the peak this summer, and they've been falling for the last three weeks as as well, and adding up real savings for families. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Okay, now I can take apart a few of the others if you want. Yeah, we have the biggest increase in jobs because we had the biggest decline in jobs. That's the pandemic recovery. Here's the problem that we have. Uh, About 20% of the workers have not gone back to work, and they're not being counted. We have less people working as a percentage of the population than we have had, I guess, since the Depression. Because you're 
giving away enormous amounts of money to people who find it uh, better not to work. You did that, Joe, because you want to make us a socialist, communist country, and you're succeeding. Uh, I mean, there's no, there's no question. The only reason you have these numbers is because of the pandemic. Everything else about our economy is a disaster. So if uh, just one example, if I if you had one hundred thousand dollars in the bank the day that Joe Biden became president and and, and Trump left, that hundred thousand is probably worth about eighty two thousand now. He took away anywhere from twelve to fifteen to eighteen thousand dollars away from you. Boom, just ripped it right away from you. If that's your retirement money, that's your retirement money. And everything costs more. And you know the wages he's talking about? There's a real decline of 3%. They just lie to you over and over again. And Joe, gas was $5 a gallon under Trump, just like Roosevelt was on television. Roosevelt died before television. It's because you are mentally ill and delusional that you think he was on television. The reason you're saying it was $5 a gallon when Trump was president is not because you're delusional. It's because you have always been a liar about your graduation from law school, about your not cheating, about everything conceivable. It appears to me you lie every day. There isn't a day that goes by that you don't tell a lie. That's a, that, I mean, that is... <laughs> Gas was not $5 a gallon when you came in. Inflation was 1.5%. It's now 9 You almost You almost can't do that, except if you are woefully incompetent and aggressively socialist and communist. Now, let's look at Fetterman, your, uh, the guy you're, you're going you're, to you're campaign for. Fetterman's wife... Uh, may very well be the real senator. Uh, he Biden kind of slipped the other day when he started praising her as the one that's going to be in the Senate. You're going to be the one in the Senate, comes from Biden. Well, do you, do you know that Mrs. Fetterman thinks that swimming is racist? Yeah, yeah, that's what we got there with the two, two of these people. Mrs. Fetterman, uh, joining her husband's uh, whacked-out, crazy left-wing views, thinks that swimming is racist. He, before he got cognitively destroyed or whatever the heck he is, before that, he was in favor of letting one-third of the people out of jail. You just pick them. Uh, He wanted to let out people with second-degree murder because this infantile mind that he has before he was sick uh, thinks that second-degree murder really isn't very serious. Uh, he, he, in some kind of fit of temper, took a gun and put it at the, a rifle, I think, put it at the chest of a black, innocent black man. And of course, had that been a Republican or somebody who is not a protected prince, meaning a Democrat office holder, he'd probably have been in jail. And And it sounds like it was something a little weird and strange in what he did. And tell me he isn't weird and strange. What is he, 50, 55? He's never had a job but his two government jobs. He's reported to basically not show up at most of them. When he shows up, he says weird and stupid things. 
before the stroke. And he's and he lived with his mommy and daddy until he just got married to a woman who thinks that swimming is a racist. And the people of Pennsylvania are going to vote for this? And then you watch him the other night? Now, there was one person who thought he did a good job. There was. I mean, everybody, you know, can have their own opinions. There was one person. And this guy maybe is the only guy in America that really understood him. He probably understood those sentences that you and I couldn't follow because they speak the same uh, language. This is... um, this is uh, cut 16. Here is the person, the one person in America who can understand cognitively significantly impaired Fetterman. In personal conversations that the president has had with the lieutenant governor, the president has found him to be impressive, uh, incredibly bright and talented person who's just as capable as always uh, to carry out uh, his office. Can you imagine the conversation between the two of them? Uh, uh Biden asking him if if he's seen the congressman who's dead recently. And Fetterman then coming back with uh, some statement that we don't understand because it's not English. It's some construction of words that are just put together because uh, the man should be in rehabilitation. And now we know, I mean, everybody wondered why would a wife let this guy go out there and debate? I mean, I'm sorry, I don't like to get into people's personal relationships, but if that was your husband or your father or whatever, would you put him up there to make a fool out of himself like that? Look, I know people are going to feel sorry for him, but they're not going to feel sorry for him running for the Senate. He wants to have power over the lives of other people. He doesn't even know what he's doing about himself. And he's never had control of his own life. He lived with mommy and daddy for 48 years. And he wants to have control over your life. Maybe mommy and daddy should go to the Senate along with the wife. Now, why would a wife let him go through this? Just like, why would Jill Biden let Joe Biden go? I, I know why Jill Biden does it. Because I know, I know the Biden family as well as anybody knows the Biden family. And they're a disgrace to this country, with the exception of Bo. Don't know how that happened. The country is a disgrace, an embarrassment. Every time he appears, they make fun of him in Australia. They got a whole show based on making fun of Joe Biden. They don't need to get actors like on Saturday Night Live. They just put Joe Biden up, and he turns around and he walks in four different directions. He gets lost in the White House. He thinks his wife is his sister. Uh, this, I mean. <sighs> okay, so let's see. Let's go to uh, let's go to Christine. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Well, speaking about Biden and his, he promotes child abuse. I don't know if you caught his interview Sunday with um, Dylan Mould's baby, a new. You mean when woman. he's smelling the hair of the young girls? Well, no, he was uh, interviewing another trans. No, I, I know what you're I, talking about. Yeah. I just wanted to get that little shot in there, that's all. Why? Because um, if you're going to medicate a child for gender confusion that's minor age, it's child abuse in my book. Well, how about if you do it without telling the parents? Well, that's true. In Connecticut, that's state statute 19A-14C allows that, too. 
That's also wrong. Well, I mean, that you know, that violates the U.N. Charter. The U.N. Charter, which was written in an age when liberals had morality of some kind, uh, says that it's uh, it's the it's a human right for for parents to to be uh, to guide and make decisions for their children up to some they're eighteen. I mean, the government has no right to do this to take that away from a parent, and and then they do irreparable surgery, which is a mutilation. I mean, and and this guy, I mean, you know what gets me, and I'm it's time to really bring it out, the phoniness of his wearing being a Catholic on his sleeve. I mean, he wants he wants babies killed at seven and eight and nine months. It's one thing to be pro-choice. It's another thing, uh, and and it's one thing to be pro-choice twenty or thirty years ago when we didn't know science the way we do now. But we now know that at a fairly uh, uh, early stage of of the fetus being in the womb, first of all, the heartbeat. Of, uh, the only one who doesn't know it is Stacey Abrams. I mean. And the Democrats tried to change science to, to protect that incredibly uh, dangerous uh, candidate. Boy, oh boy. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Mike in St. James. Haven't heard from Mike in a while. Miss you, Mike. Hello, Counselor. How uh, are I you? got two quick ones. Go ahead. Uh, when Lee Zeldin becomes governor and tries to remove the uh, Manhattan DA, isn't the DA going to claim he's following the law as written in Albany? No. No, 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 because he refused to uh, to uh, enforce other laws. He refused to enforce, originally, <clears throat> he even refused to enforce uh, resisting arrest. But he, he doesn't enforce the property laws. He, 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 and he takes, he takes uh, clear uh, violations of the law and writes them down to much lesser violations or lets the people go. Uh, the police would be willing to testify to a number of examples of that. So when he takes that oath that I'm going to support the Constitution and the laws of the of New York, he's violating those laws. And the uh, state constitution says that the governor should remove any public official that's not enforcing the law. You just think about all those people you 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 uh, uh, you know about that are that are released. A lot of them, his DAs go in. They could ask for bail. They do fit under the law. They don't. And I can think of five right away that led to uh, to serious crimes. So no, no, he he goes much further than the state law, which is pretty bad anyway. Well, we're going to take a break now, and we're going to be back with the mayor's final words. For the week. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. It's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I am here uh, with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Please, make a donation of $11 a month to T2T.org, and you will be participating in something really wonderful. You'll be participating in building homes for our uniform members who become catastrophically injured and can't take care of themselves, and this gives them a maximum amount of independence. And you will be contributing to the ability of Tunnel the Towers to deliver immediately upon finding out about the death of a uniform member. A, a, a sum of money, a check to pay off the mortgage. 
as the beginning of the process of telling the people left behind, we care, we're there, we have you back. You couldn't do anything better than that, right? So I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask you to concentrate this weekend very 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 carefully on on what's going on in this country, and and the tremendous deterioration that has taken place since the Democrats and Joe Biden uh, came into office, uh, and uh, and we've had a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House, a country could adequately be described now as a socialist country. Uh, but it not only is a socialist country, when you think of the number of people not working, uh, the number of people that are paying the bills and not paying the bills, uh, when you think about um, the uh, government having taken upon itself enormous amounts of power when we were supposed to be a country with a small central government, we now have an overpowering central government. And then the 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 governing by dictate, which has now become common uh, uh, for Biden and for all the Democratic governors, some of whom are up for reelection and should be thrown out like witless uh, Whitmer in uh, in Michigan, who governs by dictate or Hochul, who puts up these emergency orders. And governs by that, but she won't do anything about crime when people are being killed. I mean, uh, the, the reality is they've become petty dictators and Biden's become a big dictator and one who is not uh, mentally sound, nor is Fetterman. Don't you have to send this political party a message? Enough is enough. You're ruining our, our form of government. You're ruining our economy. You want to change the Supreme Court. You want to change the Senate. You want to change the way we pick a president. You think you're smarter than the founding fathers, and you attack them all the time. When, in fact, they may have done things wrong, but I'm going to tell you what. I'm guessing they were a hell of a lot morally superior to you, even with the infirmities they had, because a lot of you are a bunch of damn crooks, and you know I know it, which is why you want to stop me from being a lawyer. And you want to stop me from speaking because I know how much money you've stolen. And one of them I can't talk about today because it would be insensitive. But I sure could talk about the Biden crime family. Wow, did they take a lot of money as bribes. And let's not mince words. This isn't for influence. What influence? The influence of the office. When you pay for the influence of an office, it's a bribe. It's like saying there's no inflation. But, I mean, they just lie and lie and lie. Or, or the price of gas was 5% when I came into office. I mean, that should be a headline in the New York Times tomorrow. But Biden knows it won't be. That's a, that, that, is a, that, that's, that is such a revealing lie. Well, we got a weekend coming up, so give it a lot of thought. If you can vote early, get out and vote early. God bless America. And come back for Uncovering the Truth on Sunday with Dr. Ryan. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.